This is the Triangle's Afternoon News with Rick and Donna Martinez. Earlier this afternoon, five governors, McQuarrie, Hunt, Martin, Purdue, and Easley, uh, staged an event at the uh, Capitol uh, building downtown to express their opposition to two constitutional amendments that will go before voters that will change the power to appoint judges and various other offices from the uh, governor to the legislature. And here to explain why these five former governors think that this is a bad idea is Governor Pat McCrory. Governor, thank you for uh, joining us. Thank you, Rick. Um, I'm actually driving on the way home, and I think Governor Martin's about 300 yards in front of me. So we're, you know, I'm still learning how to drive, but that's the first time I've been back to downtown Raleigh since I uh, walked out of the Capitol building uh, on December 28, 2000. Uh, what year was that? That was 2016, <laughs> if memory serves me right. How did it feel, Governor? It was odd. It was extremely odd, but uh, I was honored. I was honored to be with my fellow uh, former governors, my predecessors. Governor Purdue it was great seeing her. She looked fantastic. So Governor Easley and and Governor Hunt, of course, you know, just an institution uh, in this state. And Governor Martin was really the leader of this group. And and uh, let's see, am I missing anyone? I don't think so. I well, think wh- why why do you and your colleagues uh, think that these uh, constitutional amendments are a bad idea? Well, I'll I'll repeat what I said there because I don't want to take the news away with what we all talked together about, and that is this, is that, you know, I was standing right there today where I was sworn in as the 74th governor, and that's where I took the oath of office to protect the Constitution of the United States and of North Carolina. And now that I've left office, I'm going to continue to protect the Constitution, and the Constitution separation of powers is the bedrock of our democracy and these two constitutional amendments, which really basically strip powers away from the governor uh, to the legislature, I think are unconstitutional and and goes against the recent Supreme Court ruling. And I think also misleads the people of North Carolina by a very deceitful wording on the uh, ballot language. And I think it's wrong. And I'd be a hypocrite if I didn't go against this because I was against it when I was governor and just because I now have a governor that I disagree with uh, doesn't mean his rights should be taken away, his roles and responsibilities should not be taken away. And I made a very another strong comment that, it, you know, if any state legislator, Republican or Democrat, wants to be governor, then they should run for governor and win. They should earn it, not try to hijack our Constitution. Governor, uh, House Speaker Tim Moore and Senate Leader Phil Berger have uh, just in the last few moments um, issued a response to you and the other four living governors. I want to read it to you just in part here. Um, they say, quote, we respectfully disagree with these governors that the people deserve no input on the filling of judicial vacancies and that our state's elections and ethics board should be a partisan controlled body despite its key role in our democratic process. While it's not surprising, former governors oppose checks and balances on the unilateral authority of their office. We are confident the people will, will support a more accountable approach to filling judicial vacancies and approve a bipartisan balance on critical boards like the state's ethics and elections commission. Governor, why not let the people decide this issue, um, which is basically one of their arguments? 
Well, first of all, uh, the wording on the ballot is extremely deceitful, and it, it doesn't even explain what it does on the ballot. So, and I, this is not a Republican or Democratic issue. This has to be the issues of our elections, and the governor is the one individual that's elected by all the people. Go, um, go ahead. No, I, I just think that's a very interesting spin, and I'll just leave it at that. Um, okay. Um, with re- with regard to um, – I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. No. Well, Governor, I, I would just like to – to pursue um, why it is that it's so important to you oh, no, that, no. that you go ahead and uh, join with these other governors uh, because we have in this state what's considered to be a weak governorship, not the person who occupies the office, but in terms of the powers of the governor versus the General Assembly. Uh, why is it so important to you to make sure that, that there is a separation here? Well, they're making it even weaker, and I believe in a strong executive. Uh I can't imagine if uh, the Congress of the United States started doing this to President Trump, there would be an uproar. And regardless of who's in the office, the office needs to have the executive power to enforce the laws. The legislature is supposed to make the laws, not operate government. The governor operates the day-to-day operations of government, sometimes through committees and other means, through their secretaries. If, If... the way the legislature wants to do it, they would appoint all these committees to run state government, and that's not their job. Their job is to make the laws, uh, Governor. Not to enforce the laws, Governor. Uh, finally, have have the five governors. By the way, that's true. Even when it's the governor that I disagree with. Well, yeah, I, I fought for this when I was governor, and to not be hypocritical. I should fight for it when I'm not governor. Yeah, uh, in fact. Uh, People may forget that you uh, entered a lawsuit against the General Assembly over, in essence, what they did is is that they wanted to appoint the majority of various commissions, but yet the executive, the governor, had the responsibility of of doing it. And you went out and said, wait a minute, if if you're going to give me the responsibility of executing this, then you better give me the authority to to make the appointments and so forth. And and Governor Hunt and Governor Martin joined you, and you won. You won at the Supreme Court uh, over this. A unanimous decision, and what this constitutional amendment does is double down on that, overturns the Supreme Court decision, and not just allow the majority of appointments, they're taking all appointments away. Yeah. All right. Uh, go- it's wrong. It's not, it has anything to do with partisanship or bipartisanship, and believe me, one day the legislature will be democratic. It always swings one way or the other through time. And the Republicans will regret this when that happens. And, and uh, so respectfully, I, I disagree. And it's going to be interesting what the courts do in the next several days because the wording on the ballot under the elections board, they make this elections board issue when, in fact, it applies to everything. So, uh, well, Governor, I appreciate you taking I'm, I'm the. Gonna, I'm going to protect. I'm going to protect the Constitution, not okay. just for this governor, but for governors. 30, 40, 50 years from now. Okay, Governor. Thank you very much. And I want to thank Governor Martin for making sure that you get home to, to Charlotte. He's just ahead of you. Uh, by the way, it was great being with all the governors. And I, I think we made history today being all together. We disagree on many, many issues. But on this, we've come together on only the two constitutional amendments. 
are we objecting to? Uh, I'm definitely for the voter ID and other things, but we'll talk about that another time. I don't want to take the, the lead off of this very, very important subject. And But I was proud to be and stand up with my fellow governors that I've run against, that I've supported, that I've tried to defeat. And uh, I think it was a very historical moment in uh, old house chambers in the old state capitol building that was built in 1841. I was very proud to be there.